Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Matt Chat. This is David Mirakatani. Today, it's my pleasure to be joined from North Carolina State University, RTC coach, Obi Blanc. Obi, Merry Christmas. How are you, man? Fantastic. It's a beautiful day out here in Raleigh. Uh, don't make me jealous. It's about <laughs> eight degrees here in St. Louis, man. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Can always come out here. Plenty of room for you. I, I gotta take you up on that. We talked about this the last time. I gotta sneak out there sometime and and justify it and get some good interviews out there. So, um, you guys are are not competing this weekend, right? You you get ready for the big Naples trip? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, here in, uh, on January fifth, getting ready for that. We're super excited. The guys are. Everyone around here is. Uh, it's gonna be great. Let's, let's talk about that because when the news came out, I mean, I think those of us on the outside go, okay, you know, Pat's an Okie State guy. You're an Okie State guy. Frank, you know, is Pat, Frank Papalizio, for people that don't know, runs Journeyman and a bunch of other amazing events like that. Um, how did this whole thing come together, this, this dual meet with Oklahoma State in Italy? Uh, yeah, I think I think you pretty much hit it on the head with the, with the guys uh, pretty much involved. Uh, obviously, like you said, Frank does an amazing job and has a very vast contact that you know <laughs> spreads all over the world. Long arms, think, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, has um, been building up the brand, and, and and obviously that extended out to Italy and has made some contacts out there. Uh, been in uh, Coach Papalizio, Pat, and uh, Coach Smith. You know, been looking to something um internationally um, at first it kind of started out uh something style based and then uh extended out to the collegiate so um so that's kind of how it all came together a couple guys just had a good idea and work extremely extremely hard uh to make it happen luckily we have an awesome administration and an awesome director of ops that work day and night to to make it happen um so we're, we're going to be able to do it all we're going to get to do some freestyle and we're going to be able to do some uh, folk style as well so it's, what, uh, what freestyle is going to happen out there yeah we, we got a couple of different matches uh between our rtc guys uh some of the oklahoma state rtc guys and a couple other um, italian athletes and other athletes uh from that region that we're just trying to get a couple matches going people that want to compete and put on a show do you guys have any specific matchups yet that you can talk about um not any specific ones that I'd like to, you know, set in stone. We're still trying to finalize a couple of them. Okay. But um, we're probably going to have about four freestyle matches um, before the folk style matches, um, including a, a female wrestling match as well. So Nice. Uh, we're nice. doing it all, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. And did I see it right that uh, it's going to be on a military base or that military uh, personnel are, are – free to attend something like that yeah yes uh it's branded as tussle for the troops so you know so it, it will be That's awesome. uh, i hope you got a good history i don't know if you can make it on the base um i do all that charity work with randy couture so if i call randy <laughs> randy can call somebody and i can get on that's what i need to talk to track about is what's the parachute cost involved yeah, so, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Well, the the rivalry, for lack of a better phrase, with you guys in Oklahoma State is, 
it, it, it seems like it's a friendly one. I mean, obviously, you guys want to beat each other's brains out for two hours, but I know you and Pat have a ton of respect for the Oklahoma State program, and those guys got to have respect for you guys, um, you know, with what you've accomplished, with taking that program from where it was to where it is now. I mean, I've got you ranked fourth in our poll, and the NWCA dual poll, I think you're fourth or fifth, something like that. So, mm-hmm. um I know it's got to be cool just to be wrestling in Italy, period, but how much more special or um, excited or whatever the right word is for it to be against Oklahoma State? Uh, Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. There's a lot of respect uh, between the two programs. Um, You know, Oklahoma State is a pillar, huge pillar in the wrestling community. Um, What they've accomplished, not just in wrestling, but in all sports, uh, to be honest, and, uh, you know, so they've kind of laid that foundation, obviously, um, for Pat and I and, and the guys that have wrestled there and then everyone else, you know, we're all trying to catch them in terms of the titles they've won. And uh, last couple of years, I think, like you said, we've made huge prize as a team. And a lot of that has to do with what we took from Oklahoma State and uh, other programs we've been involved in. And you kind of mix it all together and kind of have NC State wrestling. So, um um, we're all friends off the mat, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know that in a lot of respect, and uh, you know when guys shake hands and they go, we're screaming at each other and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, we're competitive creatures, and, and, and we love it. And, and to be able to take it, you know, to a whole another level, going overseas makes it that much more special, and, and it kind of really opens wrestling up. Like, hey, we can do all these kind of things, and uh. Um, kind of go outside the box a little bit. And uh, Oklahoma State has been a big part of that kind of stuff with this. And then uh, the uh, match with Iowa and outside and football yeah. field yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, I'm definitely super excited that Coach Smith is, uh, you know, a big part of that, excited to, to try different things with wrestling and, and kind of, like I said, just open things up a little bit get creative in this sport, you know, and I think that's what we need as a sport to continue to um, bring in new fans, yeah. um, you know, explore new avenues. For sure. And he gets, you know, he gets kind of pigeonholed as an old school guy, and I'm not really sure that that's fair because, you know, like you said, the the outdoor duel and, you know, like him promoting women's wrestling and, and you know, helping coach the women's team this summer, like, He's a cutting-edge guy. I know, you know, I talked to Pat. I literally spoke to Pat, um, and you would know how many X years ago it was, but literally I spoke to him the night after you guys beat Oklahoma State for the first time ever. And, you know, just, you know, and it was like 99% happiness and 1%, I feel kind of bad I beat my mentor. You know, like, I mean, there's that much respect there. You know, you could almost hear it in his voice. So it's... uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, and that's, I actually think that's about the perfect mix, right? Because, you know, yeah. John doesn't want any sympathy, ever. I mean, no. you, you know that. No. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's going to be some big matchups in that duel. I mean, the two that I look at that jump off the page to me at rankings are, you know, Fawz and Piccinini, and then obviously mm-hmm. Jack and Heil. So, um, you know, I think some fans really got some really, and there's a bunch of other, you know, ranked guys all up and down the lineups for both of you guys. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, you, you got you got some top-ranked guys with, like, Renda and Hayden yeah. Hadley. And, yep. you know, Machiavello in the yeah, Machiavello, 97, so that'll be a, another uh, Yeah, that's point. another one with him and Weigel, right? 
yeah, so a lot of exciting matches, and, and every single one of them matter. And uh, every everyone here, I know all of the guys are super excited about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about your guys' season this first semester. Like, in terms of scheduling, it, it felt like it was really quiet. Like, you guys had journeymen, but that's a weird structure where you guys kind of decide ahead of time if, you know, if you're in an A pool or a B pool. So sometimes mm-hmm. you don't get these, you know, headline matchups that you need for ranking purposes. And then there weren't really a lot of matches, and then you guys just blew the doors off of Reno. And for us, it was tough for ranking because you got young guys that sort of need matches to get them ranked. Was that right. was that schedule really intentional where, like, hey, we're going to ease into this and we're really going to try to do a mini peak for Reno? Was that part of the strategy? Um, I don't think it was so much more of Reno as much as uh, looking at the season overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a very long season. And then before you get into the season itself, it's a long training phase. So just, just trying to pace it all out um, to where, you know, we maximize our guys um, when it matters most. Um, just not to, trying to beat them up too much, two days of weigh-ins and this and that. Just uh, we know that we're going to see a lot of uh, high-level competition later on during the season and whatnot. So we just you know, we just pace it out a little bit, and um, we'll be fine. Um, and so turns out to be working really well. Our guys are resting well. They're uh, rested and ready to go. So um, it, we took a lot of time trying to plan it out and try different strategies, and hey, looks good so far, I guess. <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, and, and you can tell, like, the programs that win, they don't win by accident. You know what I mean? There's There's a method behind all the madness, and so – um, one of the things that, you know, I've kind of seen is that, and again, I'm just, you know, I might be completely wrong, but I felt like, you know, Foz, he looks freaking gigantic for that weight class. And you guys <laughs> kind of kept him on a pitch count a little bit, you know, not making him, you know, make weight every single time and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, so a couple of the things that kind of jumped off to me, first of all, you know, I know very little about Kevin Jack. I just remember you guys recruited him. He was out of Connecticut. He was kind of, I think he's Connecticut, is that right? Yep, yep, you got it. And he was like, you know, sort of a like a top 80 to 100 kids. I mean, a really good recruit, but not like super, super blue chip. You know, you guys pulled him out of red shirt, any medals. You know, but what kind of kid is he? What kind of leader is he? Is he, a you know, a, a verbal guy? Is he a lead by example guy? And, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, with Gwiz, you know, in your room, but no longer competing on the collegiate level, you know, what what's his impact on your guys' program? Um, yeah, I think you, you, you uh, definitely hit on two guys that are a major part um, of our program. Kevin, uh, he's a little bit more of a – I mean, he's a lead-by-example kind of guy, but uh, he will speak up when he needs to. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and especially he's, he's the kind of guy that speaks up when, when you need him to do it. You know what I mean? He's not a guy that's going to talk all the time. But when his team needs his leadership, he definitely steps up and, and he shows it. Uh, obviously, by the way he competes, but as well uh, <coughs> how he trains, and uh, he brings it every single day. You know, yeah. every single day he, he brings it. He competes hard, and, and uh, as as a freshman coming in, <clears throat> you, you kind of don't know what to expect. You know, sure. Uh, you're like you're the big dog in your room, and then you come here. <laughs> you, you, know, you gotta. You don't know what to expect, so you when you 
come in here and you see the level these guys go at, you're like, oh, okay, that's how it's supposed to be. So you kind of <clears throat> get trained by just seeing it. And uh, he's a great example. And, uh, um, yeah, it's crazy that this guy's a senior, man. Um, I'm trying to mess with his transcript, keep him around. <laughs> I don't think you can have a lot of luck with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not gonna work. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's amazing though. He's amazing as a leader. Um, Nick, he he's he's amazing. He's uh he's a true professional. Obviously, as an athlete, yeah. I wish uh, every single guy on the roster was like him. And uh, you know, every week you kind of get to see guys become a little bit more like him in the way they prepare um, and study the sport. And uh, and he's also a great example, and, and, and he'll pull guys aside and, 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 hey, you know, when you did that, you could have done this a little better. Hey, let's get your head positioned two inches this way. So he's uh, an amazing asset, and then uh, you see how he competes here yeah. and, and train. I mean, this guy, uh, nothing falls through the cracks with him. It, it, it's been a joy coaching him, um, and, and, yeah, it's just been amazing. Well, you know, I had Jaden Cox on the show, I think, a week or two ago. And, you know, he's sort of the same age as Gwiz. I think maybe a, a year or two younger, but sort of mm -hmm. the same role, you know, where their eligibility has just recently ended. But they're in the college room, and they're taking on some sort of, you know, coaching uh, role responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's, not, it's not so much that. I don't know if it's like so much, hey, you're a coach, kind of. It's like hey, you're an older brother because uh, Nick being in the RTC and whatnot, right. and, and he's kind of a, like a mentor, like an older brother to mm -hmm. these guys. And, and obviously, you know, they train with Nick and this and that as well during our RTC times. But uh, just having someone who's done it, who's done all the things that these guys are looking to do, mm -hmm. um, you, know, you know, how it is, right? What they yeah. say, uh, uh, once you see it and understand it, you know, you can do it. So, uh, they have the most credibility. Uh, Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's a living example. <laughs> well, and, and you know, you and me and Beasley talked about this last year where, you know, part of believing is seeing it, a guy do it in your singlet, mm -hmm. in your colors, in your warm-ups. And, you know, so that's that's huge. So um, another guy, and I just kind of heard bits and pieces about this, but Bo Donahue has kind of an interesting story, right? Yeah, I mean, he's an interesting guy, so anything about Bo is interesting to me. <laughs> Only guy I know that can grow a full beard in 24 hours. <laughs> I can't. I haven't grown one in 24 years. <laughs> so. Yeah, you need to talk to Bo a little bit. I don't yeah. think that'd be my look, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to look younger, not older. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But he's, you know, he's kind of... He's, you know, graduated, you know, right, um, already academically. Is that correct? Right, right. Yes. So, you know, he seems like kind of almost like a lot of the guys you recruited for years until you started having these huge recruiting classes, these guys that kind of grinded along and got better every single year, you know, as opposed to, you know, like a lot of the splash guys that come into programs and right away, you know, you know, like a Mark Hall, like a Bo Nickel, those kind of guys, mm -hmm. like, you know, so – his leadership's got to be um, valuable in a really different sort of way, right? Like, hey, if you keep grinding, you can get here, right? Yes, definitely. And, and I think you hit it on, a, on the head a little bit. Uh, I think we're uh, <clears throat> big time into the development. You know, I, I, you know, like, hey, what kind of program? I'm like, uh, 
I would say we're really a big-time development program to where a lot of these guys that you didn't hear about in, in high school, they, they come in, they buy in, and, and they develop. And, and uh, Bo is a perfect example um, of, of that. And uh, the jumps that he's made throughout the years are absolutely amazing. And he's, he's, he's the kind of guy that, hey, you don't want this guy first round of NCAAs because uh, he's, he's been grinding it out. He's hungry and uh, yeah, and he's he's ready to go and he's not afraid of anybody. So he he definitely is a, a great example of that because we do have guys that weren't the you know three four time state champs and, and uh, but they come here they buy in they do the work and and um, they're guys that are contenders. So um, Bo is a great example of that a little bit and. Um, He's a very smart young man, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and like I said, Bo is honestly the most interesting person you'll probably meet. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he he is an awesome leader. He is an awesome leader in that regards. Well, I think too, and no disrespect, I'm you know I'm sure all ten of your starters are trying to be national title winners, but he seems like a kid if he you know if he gets put on the backside, is going to be a nightmare. You know, like because he's going to do you know work his fanny off to get on the podium. <laughs> And he might beat somebody that's a higher seed, you mm-hmm. know, on the backside. And, you know, and he also seems like the kind of guy, just how he wrestles and carries himself, the the value of keep trying to score team points every step along the way. Yeah. No, you're you're right. He's Like I said, a man has no fear. <laughs> he has no fear, and, and, and that is a dangerous opponent. So That is for sure. And I don't want to go through all 10-year guys, but one other guy that I think hasn't gotten enough credit at all this year – is Pete Renda, and I think a lot of it has to do with two things. One, he redshirted last year, and two, he's at a weight where there's kind of these two superstars, you know, that have, you know, gone head-to-head and split Mm -hmm. matches and things like that. So what, you know, Renda's a senior too, so, I mean, like, what, uh, you know, maybe, you know, tell me a, a story about him or just a little bit about him. His dad's a coach, right? Yeah, his dad. His dad's a little bit of everything, <laughs> you know. He is. He's a bit of a renaissance man, you know. He he, he can get you a nice program and everything, get you big. <laughs> Have you seen Renda? <laughs> no, he's scary, I didn't. Yeah, he's swole, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's the word. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, I mean, you got this great team this year. Um, I, as well as you wrestled at Reno. Um, I was actually in Nebraska. I missed you guys literally by like six hours. I was leaving oh, wow. town the day you came in. Yeah, I got to interview uh, Coach Manning and Jordan Burroughs and um, the guy I was with. If, if he didn't have family obligations, we were going to stay, but we ended up heading back. But, you know, I saw oh, the okay. results that night. And, you know, on paper, you guys were the favorites, obviously. But, you know, to pitch a near shutout was, you know, pretty freaking impressive um you know what did your guys take away from from that duel because that's a hostile environment i mean nebraska lincoln's right. a college town man like you know those people show yeah. up for that kind of stuff and you know you and i were just back there in june for the world team trials i mean it's a mm-hmm. it's a cool environment you know what did yeah. what did your kids take away from that um yeah and I, and I think you hit on the nail a little bit it, it they do an awesome job of, of of getting the fans out there and and they really get into the matches and, and i think the guys really respond well to that and i think the the biggest thing i think our guys got out of it is they kind of realize where they're at a little bit more 
uh, like you said, we didn't do a ton of competition early on, so there's that question mark in the air a little bit, like, hey, you know, where are we at as a team? And I think the biggest thing they got out of it, like, hey, uh, we have some big goals, you know, this uh, this very good program, um, let's go out there and compete, have fun, and, and let's see, you know, what comes out of the wash. And, um, you know, it's just a little bit of affirmation for some of these guys um, to kind of understand that. And then um, very good rivalry as well with Nebraska. Um, this is um, right, the fourth time we've wrestled. So they beat us at home twice, and then we beat them at home twice. So uh, <laughs> so much for home court advantage, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess the goal is to try to uh, – to ruin it for some somebody right <laughs> somebody's gonna eventually win it home yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah no definitely i think it was a little bit of affirmation for some of our guys and uh um i think we're, we're competing well right now and we're just having fun yeah cool well i looked at the second half of your schedule and um i see you guys got you know obviously your acc schedule which includes mm-hmm. you know like north carolina and some of these other schools i think the highest-ranked ACC team on your schedule is Virginia Tech. And then I'm scrolling down, and I'm like, holy hell, these dudes put Ohio State on their schedule. So when and how did that happen? Just trying to compete. (laughs) Just trying to to compete. And, um, you know, it's been in the works for quite a while and kind of ended up uh, being something that came into fruition. It'll be our last – home uh match before the acc tournament right and uh yeah just really trying to get a big push on that and like i said we, uh, we had to play around with some dates to where i was going to be able to work for uh both teams and uh we're able to eventually get there and, and, and we're a bit excited about that um you know not every day you get um a big 10 team here you know uh in, in our gym so we're pretty excited about that we our fans are excited uh, ACC conference has been growing like crazy, so uh, we're just going out there looking to seek opponents and uh, compete. You know, uh, I know that Ohio State has some of the same goals we have as a team, and why not lock it up and <laughs> yeah, and, and see how it goes. So um, the thing I love about it is is uh, just the guys don't shy away from competition. They're they're super excited. They don't look past anyone. Uh, but I know they're super excited when they saw that on, on the on the schedule, and uh, and I think that's what makes it fun for me as a coach and and, and just to be a, an athlete, you know, right? You seek com- right. the best competition you can get. I mean, these guys were um, a team that you know going back and forth uh, team race last year at the NCAs, and and uh, that's where we want to be. Um, that's our goal. Um, so. Right, you want to be in that mix, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, that that that's definitely the plan. It's no secret, and um, so we're gonna test uh, our wits against uh, a team that's uh, definitely won a national title in the past. So. Yeah, and awfully freaking good this year. So that'll be that'll be really fun. Um, you know. Yeah, you gonna come out or what? <laughs> <laughs> I might. I gotta get out there. That might be a good justification, and Come I wouldn't, on, man. and I wouldn't have, to, and I wouldn't have to parachute in. <laughs> so, yeah, you won't want to leave around that time. I'll tell you that it'll be beautiful. You won't want to leave. You're gonna have to at least give me some Wi-Fi because I'll have to do the rankings on Sunday. So, uh, that, that, that's, we can make uh, that happen, you, right? <laughs> yeah, God give you a good price on the Wi-Fi. Oh, killing me, man. 
Yeah. Um, it's what's interesting is when I looked at your guys' schedule. You know, you, you try to do prep for these interviews and sound intelligent. Like I looked at, like I look at guys, and I'm you know whether you do this or not. I think on the outside, we assume coaching staff try to peak guys for certain events, and so it's like okay, journeyman's a chance to really impact seating. Let's get our guys ready. Reno's a chance mm. to really get, you know, win some matches and help seating. Let's get them ready for that. And then, to me, the other two big ones would be obviously this Naples trip and then, you know, sort of a mini peak for Ohio State, and then obviously everyone's peaking for the last two weekends. And, right, for sure. And so that, I think, and I, we don't need to go back to it, but just as a sidebar, I'm like, it's super impressive how well you did at Nebraska when it probably wasn't a peak event. And it's no disrespect to Nebraska. It's just the timing of your schedule. You know, right. yeah, so um, so tell me a little bit, you know, I know Pat pretty well, but I don't know how many people do, um, and, and I'm super new to Twitter. They actually set up an account <laughs> with me while I was in Dubai, and it's, it's always interesting to see uh, people's Twitter handles or names, and, and his is yeah. like the skip or something like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, what kind of leader is Pat? What kind of guy is he? And, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, he's done a great job with, you know, with you as part of this. What kind of guy is he as a mentor and a leader to, you know, the, to the kids and, and to yourself? Yeah. Um, so a little history on the name. Uh, he didn't get to pick the name. The, 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 the team got to pick the name. How did he let uh, that happen? Uh, so these guys, these guys are super funny. Um, so <laughs> they'll uh, – we had some bets like, hey – if this happens, then you got to do this or this or that. Um, so one of the things was, hey, if we beat this team, in this team, you got to change your name, and we'll pick the uh, the name. Who did you? Twitter. Okay, who did you have to beat? I got to know. Ah, was, this, was this when you beat Oklahoma it, State? It was, yeah, it, it probably was Oklahoma <laughs> State or, or Iowa. One it has of them. to be. Uh, yeah, it has to be one of those two, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> For him to yeah. give up that control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it can't be like you know, girls' school of the blind. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, so yeah, and and that's that's how he got the name to skip. So and and that kind of speaks to who he is as a person to be able to be that relaxed with the guys and, and uh, not you know, all right, fine. You guys said you're gonna do this. If you follow up on it, and I'll, I'll follow up on that. So, um, so he, he's he's amazing in that regards. Um, he's a very good mentor, you know, and I'm in a great position to be learning from him. Um, highly organized. <laughs> I don't know what it was like when you guys were in school, but uh, a very organized individual and uh, a big picture kind of a guy. So, um, so a lot of these things that we've been working on, it, it, it's to hey, let, let's get outside the box a little bit. Let's do more. Let's do more. Let's push the envelope. Let's push the envelope, and uh, not do it like. You know, it was done 20 years ago. You know, and and uh, I think that's one of the biggest thing um, we look to do here is try to be on the cutting edge of things, um, whether it's how the athletes are training or what we're doing as a program. And uh, we're always looking at new ways to invent, uh, reinvent, or you know how we go about doing things. And, and he's uh, he's great about that. Hey, let, let's try it a different way. Let's try it a better way. And this and that, and, and uh, you know, just been in a great position to to see all these changes happen year after year, year after year, and um, you know, 
here I am, ground zero, being a big part of that in, in learning. So it's been awesome. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I've, you know, I, I've, you know, you try to come up with the right questions, right, when you talk to you guys, because you guys get asked stuff all the time, right? You know, <laughs> right. I mean, and I even know you guys. So, like, I feel like, okay, you'll probably give me a little bit more, but you still be like, come on, dude, you know, come up with a good question. So, you know, one <laughs> of the, I mean, right? I mean, that's fair. So one of the things that I, I've, the answers have been really interesting is there's all these responsibilities, roles, um, things you're accountable for as an assistant coach or as an RTC coach. And so mm -hmm. one of the things, like when I interviewed uh, St. John and Metcalf, you know, mm -hmm. they have this relationship with uh, Kevin Dresser. You know, I asked mm -hmm. them, what did they feel like they had the steepest and shallowest learning curves? So in other words, like Metcalf said, I just love being in the room, yeah. you know, but all the other stuff like the organization, things like that. Uh, and I know you're probably, you know, as an RTC coach and, you know, then as a, a volunteer assistant, I think on the other side, you're recruiting, you know, um, responsibilities may be limited or none. But where do you feel like you're growing the most as a coach in terms of, you know, which which responsibilities? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, so good, I got one good one. You. Yeah, A plus, man. Um, <laughs> definitely, I'm a development guy, for sure. Uh, like being in the room, like uh, looking at a guy and, and see what he has already and like, okay, we can do this, we can do that. And in six months, you can be here. You know, uh, definitely that's, that's my niche. Um, Growth-wise uh, is definitely on the other side um, doing the, the the emails and all that stuff and the planning and that kind of stuff. Uh, you you enjoy some of it to some regards, but mm -hmm. you're like, oh, man, it's not what I love. You know, I'd rather sure. be going over stuff with somebody right now and, and that kind of stuff. So um, – just, just doing all that kind of stuff and, and, and planning um, an athlete's path, uh, especially on the RTC aspect, right? Yeah. And because you have these guys that are they're out of school, they got different things going on. Some guys, you know, uh, are doing post grad. Some guys are doing um, side jobs to to, to kind of help build their careers and, and as they compete. So you kind of have to really work on, hey, with this going on, this is our plan. This is what we got to do. Okay, this is the vision. Um, and you, you're kind of in charge of that. So um, it's a little bit nerve-wracking at times, but, it, you know, once you start getting that going, you, you really kind of enjoy it. Um, so I think for me that's probably the biggest area of growth mm -hmm. is, uh, um, you know, kind of seeing the – laying out the uh, – the plans for the big picture and uh yeah just just leading the guys man that 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 for me is a little bit different um in that regards and then on the college aspect um creating the relationships and uh like you said it, it's a little different recruiting because i am limited on the things i can do um but it kind of helps you grow a little bit like hey you got to communicate with this kid through emails or texts and you're like Okay, that's gonna be interesting. Hi, how are you know? So it's uh, a little different when you, you you're talking to an individual through words rather than on the phone. Yeah. 
and, and just trying to get better at all that. Um, so it's, it's been fun to, to get better at it. And, and, and at the end of the day, I think I love it all. So um, that's been fun. Um, hopefully I answered your question. No, no, you did a great job. And I think what happens is, no, I mean, like, like my, my dad loved being in the room, right? Yeah. But he didn't like recruiting. Mm. And you're like, well, we're going to not probably be very good if we don't recruit. You know, right. so, you know, I took that part over and it made, you know, obviously it makes a big difference. It's hard to win a horse race with a bunch of Clydesdales, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but we're, we're blessed though. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, having coach Donnie Vincent come in, Adam Hall, Pat, they, I mean, they do a, a tremendous job um, at that. And, and, you know, splitting that time with RTC in the college, I mean, you know, I don't have that kind of time to, to spend a lot uh, on recruiting. Um, but, uh, you know, Adam and uh, Donnie and Pat, they, they crush it, you know, and I, and yeah. I help out. Sure. Where, where you know where I need to come in and, and kind of aid in the information and, and, and some of the um, communication where I need to be, but um, those guys do an absolutely amazing job. So uh, hats off to them. And obviously, you see the guys we have coming in, and uh, um, yeah. Yeah. speaks a lot of volume to how hard uh, they're working at they, it. They work at it. Yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. It really is. Yeah, it's a twenty-four hour thing. You said a phrase in there, and it's always interesting because I have these list of questions, and I used to think I know where these are going to go. Now I just know they're I know they're not going to go where I think they are, um, which is cool. That's good. That's good, man. No, that's great. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think it just means I'm not that smart. <laughs> but, but, but hey, you got thrown on your back. You know, you're, you're down. I gotta, First period. I gotta you gotta get back. I'm down six zero. I gotta hustle. Yeah. You got a big bridge and get out of there. <laughs> I'm 47. I don't bridge anymore. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm wrestlebacks. <laughs> wrestlebacks, third place. Yeah. But you used a phrase in there that was really interesting to me, and it, it ties into what I was going to ask you about, which is your duties at the RTC. Like you said, in six months, and I, I wrote this down as you said it, in six months, we want to get you here. And, and right. of all the interviews I've done, I've never heard anybody use that phrase. So it, it really struck me, like, do you – was that just kind of an off-the-cuff remark, or do you really say to your like, do you have like goals for these guys? Like in six months, I want David to be able to master, you know, elbow off, ankle pick, and all the nine finishes from there. You know, is that? Is oh that, yeah. You so you really have like literally things written out for each of your guys, and that's how you're chipping away at making these guys better. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if if you don't have some kind of a roadmap, right? If you don't have some kind of a a goal or, or a path that you're trying to reach, you know, then, you, then maybe you get lucky, maybe you don't, you know, you got to have some type of way of correcting the mistakes um, and whatnot. And uh, so meeting and, and kind of having that plan and uh, um, kind of have a little process um, that we go through. And uh, I believe uh, in, in the slow um progression yeah because 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 uh, if you if, if you do it slow and you do it correctly then it's gonna stay but uh you'll retain um, it right yeah, yeah you'll retain it but like you, you also you're gonna refine it you know and, and i think my process is a little bit of uh not more but but less you know what i mean uh don't don't focus on learning a, a ton of stuff 
because in a six or seven minute match, you're not going <laughs> to you're not yeah. going to do a quarter yeah. of the stuff. Uh, so it, yeah, it's getting right. very good at, at the few things that are going to happen during a match. Okay, these are the positions that we really need to focus on, and then uh, focusing on the in between the action. Right. I think I think a lot of people forget that. The connecting, in, in, the connecting sequences, right? Right, right. In between the shot and this and that. That's where most wrestling probably happens, right? So it, be, being able to um, win those little positions, the, the, winning the setup. Like if you have a good setup, you're going to score a good shot. So um, spend a lot of time in, in that area and understanding it, I think, uh, is probably what I think is super important. And... Uh, uh, yeah, just taking that slow process, uh, refining a few things, and then when you go out there, go and execute and, and have no doubt. And, and I think that's pretty much the overall goal when we meet is, okay, we got all this stuff. How do yeah. we get here in six months by refining everything? Yeah. I, but, and, you know, part of what you said, I think, is, well, yeah, no kidding. Every, you know, if you want to get better, you got to have a plan, right? I mean – that's the sort of everybody in the world thinks that way. But mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of coaches put timelines on like, look, you know, if you want to be, okay, and I'm going to go way out. You know, OB, right. we want to make you the 2020 Olympic champion. Okay. Right. And, and these are the skills we think you're already doing well enough to be an Olympic champion. And then these mm-hmm. are the other situations that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, just right. say, let's say, for example, you suck at stopping a leg race. I'm not saying you mm-hmm. ever did, but let's just say that was the case. Like, so you've got to be able to stop that to be an Olympic champion because otherwise mm-hmm. guy gets one takedown and the match is over, right? So, right. and I'm sure there's a hundred different defenses you can teach, but, you know, we got to teach two or three that will step, you know, work against the best guys in the world. And we think a reasonable time, this is the part I think that's different. We have a reasonable time frame, like it's two months, three months, four months. And then we're going to have you go against, you know, 74-kilo guys. And if they can't lace you, then we feel good about it. You know, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And it sounds to me like that's really where you're a little bit different than some of the other guys. And I probably should have known that because I think you know I'm pretty good friends with Eric Carrero. Mm, yeah, and he, right. And he told me, you know, just in the course of when he was coaching you, how technical you were, how the the why and the how were really important to you and not just the what. And I think guys yeah. that really question and seek out the why and the how become the best coaches. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. I hope. Well, because I'm, you, you, I'm, I'm just throwing stuff out there, man, and hope it works. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't say that because you sounded really smart. No, <laughs> now you're going in the other it. direction. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, that, I mean, definitely. I think, uh, you know, and, and I think the other part of, of it, too, is – you know, just talking about timelines and, and, and stuff is understanding what is the important timeline. You know what I mean? Right. And, and yes. I think, and I think, uh, what in my career, what what uh, I think I did understand that was it doesn't matter how good I am in November. Um, you know, what, what was important was being good at uh, the U.S. Open, the trials, and in the World Championships. You know, I, I, I was a little bit okay with the experimenting and, and uh, you know, see what happens when you try this. And I think um, that's a big part of that development a little bit. Right. Um, 
is making yourself vulnerable to the learning curve a little bit. And, um, and, and I think that's a big part of the process, you know. Hey, relax. You're going to be fine because you're going to run into a lot of frustrated athletes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you take that slow process, well, hey, let's talk about it, about it a week or two from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and, uh, and, and I think that's, that's the biggest part. And then a, a lot of it, too, and, and if any athlete are listening, um, which I know they are, yeah. um, is, uh, you know, I think a big part of it for me under, uh, for coaching and as an athlete was uh, uh, reading the book, uh, The Art of War. Really? I, I've read that book a long time ago. How do you feel yeah. like it applies to, to athletes? Um, so I'm a cerebral individual, so... Uh, and I think, you know, how we were talking about the why and the how, mm-hmm. and that helped me understand a lot of uh, these things that sometimes you just don't think about. If he is strong, this is what you do. If he's fast, this is what you do. And you go and you apply these principles, yeah. and you're always ready. And when this happens, then you should do this. And you believe in these principles and you apply them. And... Um, then the opponent doesn't matter. Right. That's you know? super. And you know what's interesting is, like I know you know my family, and that is literally the martial arts approach. Like, yeah, if right. you if you push, I pull. If you're right. fast, if you're faster, I let you get to where you think you're good, and I make a slight adjustment. I don't try to right. slow you down. And right. Exactly. That's how my father taught wrestling for years. You know, and I think a lot of, and it's probably not so much now, but you know, thirty years ago. It was I push, you push, whoever stronger wins, whoever mm-hmm. weaker goes to the backside of the bracket. Mm-hmm. I think now people have made that adjustment, and more right. so younger and younger. You see more and more of these kids coaches that are getting it, you know. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it is, you know, very, very interesting, and I think that the cerebral approach, and everybody likes to think they're doing things smart, right? Like nobody wants to go, yeah, I just bang my head on the wall and, you know, <laughs> sometimes the wall found, falls down, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, nobody thinks nobody thinks um, they're doing it that way. But, you know, when you're reading books like The Art of War, like um, I remember when I first started doing jiu-jitsu, uh, I had a black belt teach me six moves in an hour. And, mm-hmm. and he did that because I had helped him with his wrestling. And afterwards he goes, what would you think? I go... It was too much for me. I was like, I couldn't, I don't think I learned any of them well enough to do them. You know? Right. Cause, well, because, you know, it's a training partner, right? So, like, you practice for five minutes, I practice for five minutes. Now we're on to a new move. And it wasn't like these were connected, right? It wasn't like we're drilling right. six oh, different man. high crotch finishes. It's like a high crotch and then getting out <laughs> of legs and then, you so, know, stand-ups and, you know, then Granby rolls. Like, none of them were connected. Right. And, and, and what I learned from that, was what you said sometimes teaching slower is better yeah i I definitely think so i mean look at us as humans right we (laughs) we typically it's 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 a very slow growth process for us both cognitive and physical right yeah so i am but i think you know being solid at something is better than you know uh mediocre average at, at, at as you know, 20 different things. So um, I, I think if you if you teach it properly, it should lead to confidence. If you're confident, then 
doesn't matter. You know, you're, you're going to execute. Right. Um, so, and, and I think that's my overall goal is whatever uh, you, you teach an athlete or whatever is to help them become confident. And, yeah, and, I, I couldn't agree more because one of the, the phrases that I've been thinking about, you know, I'm blessed. I get to talk to guys like you every week, you know, sometimes on the microphone and a lot of times off the microphone. You know, if I ever need anything, I call you guys and you help me. But one of the cool things is when you watch the best guys, right, like the best guys in the NBAs right now that are dominating, like a Nolf, like a Zane, they wrestle mm -hmm. fearlessly. Right. Like, like Nolf gives up takedowns and he just doesn't care. Right? right. I mean, like, he doesn't care. Like, you know, uh, Kyle Snyder is trying to jump over Sajalayev in the first eight seconds of the world finals. And not only is it for his medal, it's for who wins the world, right? And right. he just doesn't care because, like, I'm going to go so hard, you're going to get tired, and I'm going to win. And, right. you know, so I think, you know, sort of the holy grail is if you can get guys to wrestle fearlessly, they mm -hmm. probably beat the guys that wrestle tentatively. And so then right. you go, how do you get a guy to wrestle fearlessly? And it's by building so much confidence that they have no reason to be scared, right? I mean, that, right. I think that's exactly. the process. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, there's, you're right, there's never been a statue made for, for a guy for, for being fearful, right? Yes. You know, <laughs> everyone that has a, has a statue has done something uh, somewhat, you know, on the level of of greatness or miraculous or whatever, it's it's above uh, the fear level of most people, and, and so and, and I think those individuals you're talking about, they're they're like, okay, so you took me down, I'm gonna take you down 20 more times. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Right. You know, and, and so it's the guys that are, <laughs> oh, I got taken down. Who cares, man? I get the next one, and then the next one after that. <laughs> well, I think Quiz wrestles that way, right? Like as a heavyweight, like he's taking these shots that you're like. You know, it's almost like basketball, right? Like the guy throws up a 30-footer. You're like, no, no. Okay, good shot. Let's play defense. You know, like <laughs> he takes those shots that you're not supposed to get, you know, at that weight and at that size. But, yeah. But he gets them. And so he gets them so often they're not the no-no-no's. But if the first time you saw him wrestle, you're like, mm -hmm. this guy's insane. You know, like he's diving at ankles and, you know, but but he actually does it correctly and he's getting them. Right. But at some point he had to have the fearlessness to go underneath really big guys, right? And right. I mean, somewhere along the way, he had to have the courage to do that. Exactly. Yeah, and definitely um, in putting the time in it. Because if he's doing it out there in competition, he's <laughs> that means he's, he's done it a couple of thousand times in the practice room, right? For sure, uh, under, for sure. Under some, some very <laughs> big guys. So that courage definitely um, – is happening way way before the matches in the and like I said he he's a special individual man and, and uh, um, whatever it takes he, he's gonna do it and he's gonna work hard to get it done so um, I think uh, you're gonna continue to see a, a better Nick Wazowski, um you know as his career unfolds just uh, he, he he's a sponge man <laughs> yeah it's so cool though like. I think the more I think about it, like, I think that's where that guy is, you know, guys like that are the biggest value, right? Because, like, yeah. like, one of the reasons you ended up at Oklahoma State was John had done what you wanted to do, right? And yeah. so, you know, it, it's an, and it wasn't like, you know, these guys are just the absolute most freakish athletes in the world. Like, there's right. some psychology to how they got to where they did, and, and that's really 
like my most fun is sitting around with you guys and just talking and picking your brains and how you look at the world. And that's, mm. you know, because, and I think you do that with other people too, you know, like, Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. How, how do I get smarter? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, that should be the goal every day, right? To, to be a little better than you were yesterday, you know, whether it's physical or, or mental. And, and so, uh, it's it's good to, it's good to be at a place where I can kind of help that obviously and uh, and, and like you said in about uh, um, going to Oklahoma State and now we're seeing these kids that are coming here looking at that because at the end of the day I can tell you about winning a national title or, or winning a world medal but to to show you one <laughs> is a little bit better right right sure to, to, yeah to, like um, like if Jordan Burroughs was a coach tomorrow people would think he'd be a great coach. Right. I mean, you know, because he's done it, whether or not he would he wants to do it or anything else. He's got the credentials where people would listen for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's definitely uh, that's definitely part of part of coaching. I mean, you know, and obviously, you you, you know, that's only 50 percent. Right. I don't even (laughs) wrestling is the only sport where that matters. Like Bill Belichick's the best coach in football and he was a terrible football player. You know, like, it's, I mean, like Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird were not successful coaches or general managers, and they were mm-hmm. awesome as players. It's yeah. Our sport is so hung up on you have to have been a complete boss as an athlete to be a great coach. And, oh, I'd completely disagree. Right. Yeah, I think we're, we are agreeing. Like, in all these other sports, yeah, yeah, you don't have right. to be. And, right. and, it, and it, but again, the smartest guys – weren't always the best athletes, so they couldn't always do the stuff they needed to mm. to win. So it's, right. it's it's just an interesting paradigm. It's interesting to think about. And I think more more kids coming out are seeing that. Like, look, there's multiple ways to win. You know, you don't have to have, you know, you don't have to have won everything to be, you know, proof that you can win. So, right. Yeah. You know, somebody won first, right? Like somebody coached John Smith. And they, <laughs> they weren't a seven-time world champion, right? You know, yeah, and right. they helped him. Right. You know, so you kind of go back to that theory, like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. So yeah. um, the college schedule is really clear. Like, we can look that up. In terms mm-hmm. of the RTC, um, what do you guys have coming up? And, and I apologize for my ignorance. Who else are RTC members out there right now besides Gwiz? Um, yeah, so right now we have six athletes on, uh, on our RTC roster. Okay. And uh, really exciting times for us. Um, we're looking to add a, uh, another two or three in the coming year, so uh, a lot of growth, and uh, the majority of it, you know, has to do with uh, our alumni and donors who, who yeah. are making this possible, um, and then obviously the, just having uh, a place where you can have success at that realm. Um, but so right now we have Nick, obviously, uh, Tommy Gant, uh, All-American here. Um, yeah, he wrestled who, in my event. Tommy's a yeah. St. Louis kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, um, another one is uh, Lee Davis. He wrestled here as well. Um, Quentin Godley, who wrestled here, but uh, before our, our administration came out uh, out here to NC State. Um, and uh, Evan Henderson is another athlete that uh, is part of RTC as well. From UNC, right? Yeah, yeah, he did compete at UNC. Yeah. Um, and he's a and, PA and, kid and, originally, right? Yeah, yep, you got it. Yeah. And uh, w- was out at, at Campbell with Coach Cole a lot and, and, and whatnot. And 
and, uh, you know, he was training back and forth and just recently moved a little closer to the area. Yeah. And, uh, and, and trains, trains out, uh, out of, uh, Wolfpack Wrestling Club. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, I'm actually going to have Cody Bickley on in the next week or two because he's going to talk about the new format of the uh, World Team Trials, and I think it's going to be very interesting. interesting. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I, I don't know, everyone's going to be happy about it, but it's you know we're going to break the story. So I know you guys are all over it and kind of know what's happening. Um, well, oh, you know what? I, I forgot to put in Mike Desoy in there. It's another guy. Nice. Uh, another another heavyweight. Yeah, you got some big boys out there doing. Big boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he got to compete in the out in Russia earlier this year and, and did it. Awesome job. Uh, made the finals out in that tournament. So um, that's right. Did yeah. Really well. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's Obi. Whenever I talk to you, I always find myself smiling like the whole time. You just well, good. Yeah, you're just one of the good dudes in the sport, man. So. Um, I really value our friendship. I appreciate you coming on this time of the year. Um, you know, please give my best to Pat and then the rest of your crew out there, okay? Uh, yeah, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate it. And, and obviously what you do for the sport, man, just uh, the more individuals we have, just, just uh, creating content and, and, and providing information, and it's just great. So i uh, really excited I could uh, be on today. I appreciate it, and if uh, if I can make it up for Ohio State, I am uh, I'm putting up now on the air. I'm demanding free Wi-Fi if I come out. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll hook you up here. How about <laughs> I, I got two girls now? You know, maybe a little babysit and, and free <laughs> Wi-Fi. That's that's. that's I'm gonna let great you make deal. some calls, but you probably don't want me to do babysitting. <laughs> That oh, is not dude. my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> all right. All right. Either way, we'll work it We'll out. figure we'll work it out, out, man. You come out here, uh, we'll get you some Wi-Fi. I love it. So best of luck <laughs> to you guys the rest of the season, man, okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, and uh, um, hope everybody tunes in uh, um, for that match out in Italy. Uh, you know, January 5th, uh, we'll be on fluorescence, so it should be awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, from the Wolfpack RTC and North Carolina State University, Obi Blanc, for all of you listening, have a safe and happy new year.